Welcome to the Banter at the Counter podcast here at Phone Savers in Killarney. I'm John Lynch and I'll be bringing you fun and insights from everyday customers, inspiration from entrepreneurs and from my own life journey. So come on in and join me as I deep dive into the secrets of life and success. Seems to me, Aidan, like you, you see potential in people. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? That, that's what I'm getting like. I mean, I've known you now a bit and it yeah, seems so, that's, so that's you, what you do. So, so you and I know each yeah, other six yeah. years. Um, first of all, as a, me walking to you as the customer, you're the kind of guy who does active listening. So when you ask a question to a customer, you might be busy here fixing something, but you're also, you also have a great ability to listen to the story behind the customer. So every customer yeah. comes into you has a story and within that tr- interaction, you realise that there's a person behind the customer. Yeah. And yeah. you get to know them. And that's why, look, through the last four or five years, you've built up a very good trade in this whole environment. But you have a repeat customer base, which is, I find, phenomenal. And it's, it's a credit to you, you know? Thanks, Aidan. I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've had some amazing stories. I mean, some of them are virtually in tears behind the counter. And other times, like, people, you know, people inspire me. I mean, you've been an inspiration now, like. What I know is that you've had businesses, right? You've yeah. gone from, all I, I didn't want to drill down into your story too much because it would kind of dilute the, the podcast, you know. You had businesses, a string of shops, a chain of shops, am I right? And I mean, so what, I, 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 why I, did you change route? I a drastic had, change, like. I, I had the pleasure of um, having a great apprenticeship with Quills. Um, I worked for them for 12 years. The great thing about the lads, especially Podrick Sr. and Christy, who has the shop in Carsabine, but the lads always had this great work ethic. And They're hard workers, yeah, yeah. yeah and the realisation yeah. here is that if you put the effort in, you're going to get the reward. And fair due to them, they did. So in 1999, at that stage, I would have been married four or five years and my apprenticeship was done. And to be fair to the lads, I told them um, on April 99 that I was going to change scenery and go back to West Cork to where I came from and set up a shop below, and to which I did. On the 21st of June 1999, I started uh, my own project. 1999? Yeah. And, then and where did you start? In Khmer? No, I started in Bantry. Yeah, Bantry, yeah. population three and a half thousand. But you're a Khmer man, aren't you? I originally, I'm from, I, this, here's a funny thing. I yeah. originally, I'm from outside Bantry, a little village called Doris, on the way, uh, we're the last house in the parish of Doris, on the way to the Mizzenhead. Um, I walked the road to Kinmare in 1987 and I've never looked back. Um, <laughs> look, uh, the lads in West Cork call me a Kerry man. The guys in Kerry call me a, a West, the other guy. And the other I, guy. And I'm somewhere in between. But look, the great so that's thing, what happened. Yeah, the great thing about it is look, I've, I've, I share a common thread with both communities. West Cork and South Kerry, I don't see any difference between the, the, the attitude, the way they deliver stories, even the way the community live. Look, you can always pick up the phone to any film in West Cork and Kerry, you'll get a story out of them. Cork, great. that's a great. Cork, Cork's a great county. Yeah, well, West yeah. Cork is a great yeah. West Cork, county. Yeah. Okay, we, we won't give it too much. Right. Well, let's, let's lose the politics. Um, so yeah, so look. Uh, so you set up the shop. Set up and the shop, and and then within within two years, it it was going very very well. As a person who was always taught uh, by my own dad that the moss should never grow under your feet, we ended up with we, we ended up with five shops within three years. So I three good vi- man with three video and phone shops, and we had um, two clothes shops. Uh, Skibbereen Bantry for the two clothes shops and then the man with Skibbereen and, and Bantry for the video and phone shops. Look, as a side note, I've always had uh, an idea that 
youth and young people should be given a chance and most of the people that work with me would have been aged between 17 and 24 so they were either coming into me at transition year um, looking for a week's um, job to, just to cover their own job descriptions for the like school. Like a summer holiday job. Yeah, not yeah. even that. You know, um, the teachers have come down, oh, go down there to Aid Moran there and go in and work <laughs> with him for a week. And it, all of a sudden, the person ended up working with me for five years. And you're going, all oh, right, you're still working with me. But you're well, that's a good me. reflection. Like, it is, yeah. Do you know? and, and it was a great reflection of the teachers in the school as well. They allowed, uh, they picked the right people who were interested in developing their own skill sets. Um, so, look, it ended up, I've been, I was very lucky that way. Even in Skibbereen, even in Demand, the people I worked with me were wonderful and they were people who were not afraid to take chances or pick up the phone and say, listen, I think we need to do X, Y and Z it, within, the, within the, the, the businesses then. We did stuff that really worked and we did stuff that didn't work. And look, John, as you know yourself, before I sold the video and phone shops in 2006, we were within six months of inventing this whole platform, which later became um, Netflix. Yeah, Jesus. I, I explained that to you. I was thinking at the time that was a massive thing. It that was, was a, yeah. That was a huge, like, it was a massive change, sudden change, in fairness. It was, yeah. Look, we, I had a great guy working for me, um, Sean O'Mahony. He was a, a, an electronics student in CIT in Cork and every year. And Michal Martin is the Minister of Industry, Commerce, Trade and Employment. He used to come down and give him a, a parchment for saying you're the best student in the school for the year and in, in the country. So he worked on that particular project and brought it to its finality. Now, the the pity here was that the person who purchased that particular um, that business off me decided that there wouldn't be a future in this online platform that the idea you go in and go out in the morning pick a film upload it onto your TV and come home yeah. in the evening and watch a film was totally alien to it, the DVD and yeah. VHS market. it couldn't happen it couldn't be possible could yeah. it like, and yeah. here we are today you just yeah. go online you have 5,000 uh, films in a plat- in the Netflix pa- platform or yeah and then other. you have YouTube and yeah, yeah. you're spoiled like yeah and yeah. now we're yeah like I said it's Amazon Prime or it's the yeah. next format or even RT you know have got their own online platform and that's within a lot or lifetime and there's a whole generation of people age 15 and under don't know any other platform. I mean if you look at the, the curve of technology I mean if you, took, if you took a snapshot of even 2000 years right and you took a graph the improvement in society like how societies improve through technology and stuff it just it, it shoots through the roof it just spikes in the last 100 years yeah. where we've progressed is amazing Absolutely. And I, I don't know, I, I think we have to recognise that too, that it's kind of like, that's a bit of a strain on people too, like maybe, but uh, it's just a sudden injection of this this technology. My, I mean, my, my father always said as a joke back in the 80s, the day that you can put your hand into the television and pick out the Mars bar and the can of Coke out of the ad is the day when you realise that we've come instant. He, he might be too far on, he's, like. He's not. I, I mean, you, you, you think that's crazy, no, again, like, yeah, but you know. Look, we're, within, we're within, I think it's in, in somewhere in the States, 35 minutes away from uh, uh, from uh, achieving that whole reality. Yeah, if yeah. you've seen advertisement in the television estates, <laughs> you can phone Amazon and with uh, a, they drone, deliver it. a drone, the can of Coke and Mars will arrive in your door by drone. <laughs> Right or a uh, pint, which once you put it up on some, uh, and once you pay for it on whatever the latest uh, monetary platform is at the moment, I, you know I'm not, yeah. I'm not up to speed with it. Well, Amazon have done trials on this, yeah, uh, on the drone thing. Look, the thing about the shops and stuff, you got into it. I'm getting the feeling that somewhere along the line, someone inspired you somehow, even when you were younger or something. I mean, some sometimes we have this these moments or these people that kind of come into our lives. Like your father, you mentioned your father, yeah. a lot there now. Yeah, so dad, dad was always a great influence to me. Um, the background to the story was um, mom and dad were always very positive people and within our own family, we were told that, that you had to put the two feet in the ground every morning to achieve um, 
what you want to achieve in life. Do you um, have to work hard? Like, yeah, well, yeah, it's not even a work ethic. It's, yeah. look, you got to be honest with yourself. You can't, you got to live your life right. Uh, it wasn't from a religious point of view, but okay. it was from, it was from you treat Good people. morals yeah, standing. Yeah, and right. that's it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Look, um, unfortunately, mom in 79 got uh, sick and had left us at 81 on the 1st of August, 1981. And then the whole idea of community kicked into me. We had no mom in the house and then we would, in our own townland, there would be 15 houses in the neighbourhood, but at least seven of that of the families around us would have taken an active role in our rearing for the next five or six really? years. Really? So, so yeah. people helped out with the family? Well, like Not alone did they help out. Jesus. Um, we're looking at the idea that the dinner that one family would have would be the same as the dinner that would be put on our table by somebody Jeez. who wasn't attached to us. That's amazing, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was. And look, the idea, and I love this story. Um, during the summertime, I might go to my cousins who were only five miles over the road for a month uh, to learn how to ride a horse <laughs> or cutting turf or saving hay. They were only five miles over the road, but the idea of getting us out of the environment that we were in, yeah. uh, where negativity wasn't allowed grow in our own minds, that we're always kept busy. Was that a conscious thing people were aware of in the family or was it just something that you picked up yourself? I mean, was there a thing, were you told was, to people? I, yeah, I don't think there was a conscious programme where, oh look, you may, we got to make like sure Like there is that. now, there's programmes of be yeah. positive and, yeah. 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 yeah, this was the way it is, like oh, keep that fella busy, otherwise he'll want to be thinking too much. Was so it's it like an inherent trait in the family kind of thing? Yeah, an inherent trait in the neighbourhood. Wow. Okay. And, and where, where in Kinmare, right? No, this was back oh, in Doris, Doris, back in Doris, Doris, yeah, Doris. Back in West Cork. So like, yeah, sorry. Look, if you look at the West Cork situation, they're kind of detached from the rest of the country. There was one road in, one road out. Well, so Cork you, people are like that. No, well, no, like, like the, the fellas, everything <laughs> south of the viaduct, if anybody knows what the viaduct is in Cork, it's the big bridge that brought guys from West Cork to Cork City. But right. everything south of that. I'm being disingenuous to them, no, yeah, I think. It's a different culture. We look like I keep saying our ideology is very similar to the ideology of South Kerry um, and that kind of. Of, we're all great to tell a story and tell our own story you yeah. know, and share stories but the important thing for me at the time was that this was a whole community not just in our own townland but a, a community that were aware of who we were what happened and were willing to give a hand and never ask for anything in return I'm just getting the idea that years ago wasn't that sort of something that they did often yeah, the Mehel system. There was actually a yeah. system back long ago called the Mehel system. Where, was there, yeah. yeah so where, where if you're a, a, an inherent uh, farmer that all the rest of the all, all the rest of your neighbours would come together to do the trashing. Uh, they'd come together to cut the hay. They'd come yeah. together to, to drive the cattle or sheep up into the commonage in the mountains and thing at the start of the year in the summer. So you'd spend five or six days or uh, three weeks cutting everybody's hay. It's like we used to go to the bog and do the hay. Correct, and that, that kind of so, so like you weren't cutting the turf for yourself, you're cutting for a whole community and it, you were spent two weeks up there with 10 or 12 other people. Jeez, you, that wouldn't be done now, would it? It, it isn't. It isn't because we, like the perception is that we were, we're too busy it's not far away. I look, I, I, I see, I, I've looked at neighbourhoods and and different, even streets in, in Kerry and in Wisecock. That whole idea of community still alive and still very much alive. I would say that during the lockdown, the first lockdown, it became very evident that society hadn't forgotten where it came from, especially in this country. That Interesting um, point. Yeah, yeah I get that you. That somebody yeah. aged, aged over 65 who had an inherent fear that they were going to die because of this flu type situation that was coming from China or the China virus or the China flu. And that's scary to someone that's it, kind of older, you know did, what I mean, in fairness. And who were vulnerable. But you yeah. turn around after, after three or four days of this euphoric idea that 
if you touch somebody, spoke to somebody, they were going to drop dead. The type of stuff you've seen in zombie movies, and and a whole fear factor had been um, sent out to everybody. Oh, look, if you cough in a in a shop, the whole a lot of the, everybody in the shop are going to die. When you got rid of all that kind of initial fear and spoke to people and left people know that you were there if they wanted wanted a the bottle of milk or the loaf of bread, it could be delivered to their door. And at that point then we started we started um a whole community in this country started to recover and to allow people back into their lives. And here's the beauty of it. As the year went on, I noticed that any person that was seen to do right got it back in return. You know, they pay it forward. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Never, people that never looked for recognition received it in 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 other ways. The idea that one person look, I, I remember a funny but true story. Go on, that, we like that, funny that, true stories. That, that my uncle Francie in Skull Bachelor of Mine, age seventy four, decided that he wanted to heat up the house. It's an old agricultural house, um, two bedrooms, three bedrooms upstairs, uh, sitting room parlor, and back and front hallway. And he decided he wanted to put the heater upstairs in his room. And unfortunately, while he was putting the cable up over the door, he fell off the chair and wedged his finger against the door. And over the period of five weeks, he never told me when I was going down doing the farming for him during the lockdown that he had not alone broken the finger, but gangrene had set in. Jesus. So one day I had, <laughs> one day I walked into the parlour and I said, Francie, um, Jiz, where's old bottle of pain? <coughs> I've drank it. I'm going, frick me, that's over two nights. Is there, a, is there an issue coming down? And I said, Kind of you're drinking kind of a lot, he said. And then he said, oh, the pain is severe. And he showed me the finger and it was gone black from the second, on the second digit right hand down as far as the bone. So I, I went, I went, God, God, right, this is a problem. I, I think we need to bring you to the doctor. I'm not going down there. I said, well, okay, can I bring up the district nurse? No. So like, what are we going to do? Are we going to like, Drink ourselves to death or yeah, gang get a bottle of Yeah, or separately. Yeah. We go down to the shop there, get me another bottle of paddy, and we deal with that. <laughs> uh, so, look, I have a sister Rosemary who's kind of the, the I don't want to use the use the word the, the nurse. Pers- no, she's a person everybody listens to. Like, uh, so Francie listened to what she had to say, and we brought him okay. down to the doctor three days later. Oh, that's very seriously, Mr. Daly. You need to get, um, you need to go to hospital for like a year to get set the semi out. Not a hope in hell he wouldn't go. So, there's a fantastic guy, um, Colin Murray, who lives in Kilcommon there, who's the head of administration above in the in, above in the hospital in the South Infirmary. And I know him through soccer. He was the manager of Maskey under 14 last year. I would have worked on our um, Kennedy Cup um, project with us. You're big into the soccer now, aren't yeah, you? I Do yeah, I look, I look, that's another conversation. Yeah. But, uh, I rang Colin. I said, Colin, James, we're coming up to the South Infirmary. I have my uncle Francie, a bachelor man who's only been in Cork three times in his life. The first time was in 1981 to say goodbye to mom. The second time was um, at Christmas time to go on a checkup to say that there was an issue with him and that there was a suspected cancer situation to which he said, "We, I won't be coming back here. So he was happy to live with his own ailment and then this was an emergency time. Um, up we went and I had to force him and it was one of the toughest things I ever, I'll have to tell you that I ever did in my life because here's a man that never spent a night outside his own bed in his own house in 74 years, had to sleep overnight. Yeah, a big thing. Like, it is, yeah. yeah and like yeah. what we, what is, the funny story, behind the funny situation behind this was that um, that night he smoked about nine cigarettes inside the ward and nearly blew up the place because he was an oxygen. But um, <laughs> when I rang the following morning, uh, is everything okay? No. Uh, Francie nearly blew up the hospital. He was an oxygen mask and there was, he lit up. 
<laughs> the shame of this one. How am I going to sell this one? Um, and then Colm uh, Ferdusum made a deal with the, the porters that he'd go out four times a night and six times during the day to allow himself uh, have the cigarette. So after three days uh, or four days, Francie was shipped back down to us. But when Francie arrived back down by ambulance, every single one of his neighbours yeah. were outside his door to welcome him back. Wow. Cattle, cattle fed. How long ago is this now? This was, this was in April of this year. All his neighbours were... Yeah, all his neighbours. Jesus. Dick Leahy, all the lads, they power washed the house outside, painted it outside. Uh, this was during yeah. the actual yeah. lockdown, yeah, right? This, yeah, so during the lockdown, this was a situation where a whole neighbourhood of neighbours had come together. That's amazing. To, to, and never asked for it. But That's when amazing. I, when I, when and not, I, to, not to want anything back. Not, not to want yeah. anything, but more importantly than that, it was... A second nature situation. So, well, I drove up the road, I drove back up the So that's, it's kind of in our genes, isn't it? Like, it is, maybe. Yeah, is that our, what we're saying? Like, her? the idea of helping and giving yeah. is, in our, is, is in our DNA. But when I looked at the ambulance coming in the road, you had 12, 14 people standing alongside his boreen, welcoming him home. That's amazing. Like, that's and, amazing. And when Francie jumped out, the only thing he wanted was a cigarette. But then afterwards, he reflected, in fact, Christ, you have a great neighbours, they'll yeah. always see me right. Yeah. And I said, Francie, they will, of well, course, like, you know. Like, why wouldn't they? I had the same thing as well. I, I wasn't well for a while, as you probably know, yeah. um, last year, which is, I'm grateful for to be here. And all the people in, the, all the nurses and doctors in the Mercy Hospital, and Tralee Hospital and Cork Hospital, I think I've done them all now. But uh, they were brilliant, you know. Um, but to face something and uh, to get the care and the attention from people like this, like, I think it does something to you. It kind of changes your your whole perspective in life or something. I mean, I mean that, I mean, Fancy now wasn't used to maybe getting cared for no, and, he, he, and this was a guy who never when he would drive down he his whole life uh, rotated around the fact that every two weeks he would drive down to the post office draw his 200 and whatever it is 436 so he had what, what I'm trying to say is he has a routine you know yeah that, absolutely and, yeah, we, yeah. And, the, and the idea that somebody like him who lived a very secluded life would still have had a lot of neighbours who felt that they he needed a hand when in, in a time of trouble. So everybody, they're watching out for you, as they say. Did, did, you know yeah, that even, even below in the shop now, the centre shop below uh, in, in Skull, like, oh, how's Fra- every time I'd go in to buy dog food or uh, dairy ration for feeding the cows, oh, look, how's Francie? Is he on the main? Can you throw him into the car? We'd like to say hello to him at social distancing because when Francie came out of hospital, then we had to isolate him for two weeks because um, just in case it was a COVID issue. Not that he needed uh, isolation. Yeah. He splend- He lived in splendid isolation. Here's a guy who lived his neighbor nearest neighbor was a half a mile away, and the only so the only human contact besides me uh, would have been the postman, and that's the life he chose, and he was delighted with that. And he'd meet Dick Lee or Paddy Daly or one of the lads every other day or that kind of thing. For him to go to Bantry, which is fourteen miles a day, would happen probably twice a year, like the horse fair in August yeah, yeah, or the sheep yeah. fair in May. Yeah, they come out like yeah, that's a secluded yeah, 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 it's yeah. a secluded lifestyle, but one one that he has chosen. He's really I happy think so. I think that, yeah, if, yeah. if people choose it and they want they do, it, yeah. yeah, we could get into the mental health part of it. I was just gonna, yeah. but the thing, yeah, yeah. Cho- choosing, you know, taking your life path, choosing your life path. Does life choose your path, or do you choose your life path? That's another sort of interesting thing we could look at. But the thing is, you chose a different path, right? Yeah, I mean, you were you had the shops, as you said, and. Things were going brilliant. Yeah, we right, uh, and and something changed. What what? I I I felt, and here's the uh, the funny, peculiar situation here. I noticed that the shops had no longer an outlet to create a financial income. It, it was more than that. 
It was an idea that you, somebody come in, just have the chat. They didn't want a pair of socks or an underpants or a pair of jeans, but they wanted to say hello, say good morning. Uh, they wanted to have a chat with you. Had I become too busy because it was five different shops, you'd come into Bantry in the morning uh, on a Monday and by the time you're back home, it was seven o'clock that evening and you had other priorities. No, there's a big commitment. If you want yeah. to be successful, yeah, you yeah, have to commit. Yeah. And, it's and a massive, you're off Christmas you know, day, you're back St. Stephen's. You're never day. off really, are yeah. you? I, I mean, no, you're not. Yeah. And then you looked at my oldest girl, Ellen, who's like 22. How many now. kids do you have? How many in family? Three. Three, so, okay. Yeah, Ellen is 22, Tom 19, uh, uh, Lily 16. And I noticed that the only interaction I had with them was either going to bed at night or getting up in the morning, getting them, put it, getting them out of bed. And that was it. And they didn't see me for the rest of the day. I was some other and guy. And a lot of that, people I identify with that. I'm yeah, sure and I was some like... other guy that was just domiciling in a house with their mother. All right. Yeah. Uh, they seen me Christmas Day uh, when Santa would arrive uh, at half five in the morning. I would be videoing it. And the following day I was away <laughs> somewhere else in making sure that uh, the Lion but you're, you're sort of an energetic guy yeah, anyway, aren't you? King you're always tree, on the go. Like. Yeah, but the Lion King tree was on the shelves for Christmas. You had to get that out. Or you were you have to push the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you yeah. were O2. And you, were, you know if you're on your game or not. You, you, you're, you're on top of the business and stuff and you're pushing it forward. You know if it's doing you well. You are. And the whole fear of failure was taking a grip. Um, and that, what if... Would you have had that a lot, fear oh, of yeah, failure? Oh yeah, there was a fight and flight. There was a massive fight and flight situation in my life, yeah. Now you can name that now because I know you've done some sort of yeah. development, self-development, I'm not sure, court, you've done a, a degree or some sort. we'll talk about it there. But the thing is, now you know, but at the time you didn't know what it was. Like what was like, the anxiety? Yeah. I have to meet the bank manager or the regional manager for a quarterly review. God, that took yeah. two days. You ring your accountant. Uh, in my case, it was Kevin O'Reilly and Kim here. Really nice guy, really good accountant and a trustworthy guy. And he would say to you, yeah, you're fine, Aidan. Look, you just do what you have to do. I don't even need it. That was inherently, that became the problem that all these people trusted me because they knew I was going to do right. However, inside my life was this whole fight and flight anxiety issue okay so anxiety was caused you a lot of problems yeah, like it was and I wasn't going to tell anybody about what my well people didn't talk about it today no especially if you know it's like geez, what's don't talk about how you're feeling yeah, I mean but, but here's this guy who has 36 people working with him has five different businesses and what's wrong with him like yeah um, but inside <laughs> my head every morning was where am I going to get the next 50 grand to pay O2 or yeah. Universal Studios or 20th Century Fox or Hilfiger or uh, Canterbury and whatever you know yeah yeah, yeah, and they want their money, like yeah, and it's not even that. Then, like the car would, you didn't even have time to put oil in the car, and if the engine blew up, you just got a new car. That's kind of stuff. Uh, look, in <laughs> essence, it was like it was. So like, you, there was there was bonuses to it. I mean, money. I I don't mind having a few pound. Look, but it gives you a certain amount of freedom, doesn't it? It doesn't. Certain no, amount? No, it doesn't. No? No, it You're doesn't. fairly sure on that now? Yeah, 100% certain because the idea that you'd have 10,000 in the table there, uh, 5,500 of it must go to Universal Studios or O2, 23% must go to the Vatman, the landlord needs... But we're uh, talking about 10%. someone else's freedom here now. Yeah, like. yeah. So 10% and then there was this minute amount, maybe 80 quid that you owned. So you had 8%. <laughs> it is like that too. Yeah, you have 80%. Yeah. Look, you know this, John. Look, you... Yeah. Oh, you got to pay, pay, yeah. pay. So eight percent. It works out about eight percent of of what's left is for you. So that's eighty. That wouldn't quid, be too far off. Eighty quid. In the yeah, and he's loaded, like, and there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, petrol in the car, and he also has to pay the house tax, and he has to pay. So he's still he's still loaded. Yeah, uh-huh. and so you went home with a fiver, and you, and on the way home you bought <laughs> a bag of anxiety. Yeah, and a bag. Yeah, and and sorry, yeah, I'll have some anxiety there, please. Yeah, on the way home. And look, but that was the life I wanted to live. So look. I had turned... Turn so you were flying, in, in other words, I in a way, right? I was a busy right? guy yeah. filled with uh, a whole 
bucket load of anxiety and stress and... It seems like you hit the wall somewhere there. I mean, something must have changed, like... I drove home one evening and um, I arrived back in the house and um, it, it became apparent that if I continue this lifestyle, the life expectancy would be probably mid-50s. That's a massive moment, man. Yeah. And here I am at 37 and that was giving me less than, would be 15 years to 20 years and it's over. Um. A couple of people that I were, that I got to know through um, the clothing trade and through the electronic side house had passed away at the age of fifty five. And so you're watching these people kind and of you're wondering like what die off, yeah, you know, and you're in a way. Like, oh, look, such and such a guy got cancer, and oh, an an inadvertent idea that oh, look, the stress caused the cancer, or look, this other guy uh, got stills put in at the age of fifty and got God, but sure, and then you hear that he was hopping a plane flying to China and then he was in China for four days he was going from there to Sydney and Sydney back to Singapore and back into London uh, getting the samples going out on the road for seven weeks and then taking three days off and going into doing it again and here I was who had an association with this person looking at him and I'm doing the same thing only I was only taking one day off St. Seems's Day or Christmas Day and back on the road on the phone ringing uh, 1200 phone calls a month uh, receiving 1150 so like the whole time you were on the phone 16, 18 hours a day seven days a week So you became aware of where you were didn't you? I, I did I did <clears throat> and, and I don't want to use the word crock of shit but like that's what it had ended up being. Really? Um, I mean, yeah, how, it did, it, yeah. it, how did it go from fantastic to running all your businesses to being a crock of shit? I mean, that's a massive contrast, like. It did because I became a prisoner of my circumstances. Um, you look at the 30 people that were working with you, all relied on you. You looked at the people who supplied you, all relied on you. You look at the the landlords that owned the properties who had Give, who had put their faith in you that you were going to pay them and 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 the rest of it and the responsibility when you go home responsibility evening, and yeah. you go home in the evening and you've got to be responsible then for three young people and your wife and but all this is all made up in your own but this you were all, but you were my own head. This was yeah but head. like for this looking looking about you hearing what you're not, what, yeah. explaining it right you were responsible i was responsible but but that's it really the sense it? of responsibility that i had created this whole idea in my head that it was all on my shoulders, which technically it was, but it's, if you delegate... You seem pretty well able to delegate now. No, yeah. And that's a, that's a big thing for anyone absolutely. growing their business, by the way, to be able to do that. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's fundamentally... I always had a trust that I trusted the people that I that worked with me were really great people. It's so fantastic. the trust wasn't there, right? That's the fantastic. trust wasn't there. The element was always there. But it was the idea of me allowing my if I had allowed myself to delegate would I have been a better but you did delegate I did and I, I did but however I mean I, we I always have we are, we're always watching yeah, if we're employed but, but at the end of the day I didn't my inner thoughts my fears my anxiety yeah. was I never expressed that to anybody because there was nobody ah, yeah. within the my community that I could express that because why would I burden my problems on another person. Is that what, what you kind of mean by the old Aiden and the new Aiden? Uh, yeah, it, it's not the new Aiden or the old Aiden. It's the transformation from the realization that a lifestyle is not compatible if they, if it continues in a particular way. You're you're on about inner conflict, right? Yeah, and the idea that you got to change because the only person here who's going to suffer is yourself. And if you realize that, if you stand back and uh, after ten years or 
12 years and say, well, if anxiety is out of my life, where and what can be achieved is the major, is the major... Um, so you, 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 saw, you, you saw, in other words, you, yeah, you, you saw that that was a problem? It was, and yeah. And did you, did you get help? Did you, did you just stop it yourself or did you change your life? Did you sit down and write it all out? Or, no, not at all. Or I couldn't. I couldn't because I was trapped. I was really? trapped. I was so trapped. You, you effectively you didn't know what to do? Like No, I couldn't do anything. I was trapped within a circle uh, which I created myself. If I was the person who stepped out of that circle, the whole thing would collapse. Jesus. And the idea So that you could see the whole... House of Cards oh, yeah. would collapse. Like. Yeah, but the but the but the foundation being me was as unstable as sand as as quicksand. It might look it might have looked as if it was solid, but yeah. it was quicksand. So that the foundations weren't strong. No, it, the foundation, the emotional foundation was. I had be, I at the age of thirty eight or thirty nine, I was having doubts about my own self. Look. Look, we all have them. We do. I mean, but look, look, I, 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 I've, I've. But that's not to dilute what's happening for you or what happened for you. Like, no, but I, I didn't realize that I had somebody at home that lived in the same house as me, that slept in the same bed as Watching me. Watching all this, yeah, yeah, was willing that when I spoke to that person, being my wife, and uh, we're married twenty five years since last um, March or last April. Sorry, but I don't know why she's even stayed with me because I can't even get the dates right at this stage. You're going to be shot when you go home. Memories disappearing. You'll be anxious my, going home. <laughs> yeah, my long term memory's gone. My short term memory's gone. Same as myself. Yeah, I was a disaster. But look, to be fair, she picked. She picked up the pieces. And said, listen, you've got... Do you great supports. It's not even that. It's yeah. even more than that. Whoa. This is somebody who turned around and put, hey, I can recognise you're, that you're, the whole thing's a mess. Then let's fix it by doing one, two, three. And we did that. So if the idea of selling the one aspect of the business was going ha- to have to happen, it had to happen to take the pressure off me. And we did that. But the pressure didn't come off me. Because then I created a new environment of of anxiety. This is really interesting because that's what people do. I just looked at what I know a small bit about the mind. I look into my own thinking patterns and things like that. The mind would always look for a problem, won't it? It'll always always create some sort of a a new scenario. But why? The reason reason is because you're in that cycle and you need to look at the cycle of negativity and park it. No, you weren't really negative. I mean, you set up a business. How could you be negative, people would say? like, I mean, people listening would probably think, the guy's really positive, set up a business and he's flying. Yeah, and but, but the, the, when you wake up in the morning, anxiety was the only thing that was had, was on, was the only, um, and I'll use this word, anxiety was the only friend you had in the passenger seat. Do you know, I, I wouldn't be that anxious in my life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we all get anxious, right? But a couple of times where I got really anxious, Jesus Christ, like you'd be so anxious, you, you couldn't be, you couldn't stay in your own body. It, it's, it's a bit, yeah, like, but so I, I it's tough. Drive. It's tough to live with it. I mean, I used to yeah. have this idea: I'd leave Kenmare and I drive to West Cork, and for the forty-five minutes, I'd be on the phone. But then, when you wouldn't be on the phone uh, because uh, the signal might be gone, the, the passenger alongside you was anxiety and was fear and was what, everything else. That's that, tough, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be thinking, and oh god, I'm overthinking that. But w- when it came, finally, when it finally became the time back. So you sit down with your wife, right? And you're, yeah. you're sorting things out. Yeah. And like you didn't even have the problems of the house of guards collapsing. You had the, the problem of how you're going to deal with something like anxiety that you've had all your life as well. And had, and had built... Was your wife aware of the anxiety? No, and, and she wasn't until it became the real problem. Like, why did a guy who had a love for this sort of business and the business models that I, that I was part of, had I, how come I got to hate it so much? Um, 
you look at bank managers saying, listen, geez, make sure you don't, oh, you're buying another house. Okay, 315 yeah. grand. Make sure you don't die over the weekend. And your man is saying, yeah, Aiden, you're Aiden to be fine. Yeah, and I was And they're fine. wondering, Jesus, oh, yeah. Aiden isn't fine. Yeah, and I wrote a check you know? for like 290 grand and the house bought. And then you go in five weeks later and say, geez, I was signing the bottom line there. And your man say, everything's going well. Look, I can see the bottom line is wonderful. And you walk out there and go, Jesus Christ, I'm, my head is, my head is wrecked. Yeah. And you'd go home and you'd have five bottles of Heineken then and you'd fall asleep in the chair and you get up the following morning. The whole Do the thing. same thing again. Yeah. So in the end. Did you stop loving what you were doing? Like. Oh yeah. Hate I mean, I love doing what I'm doing. I, hate, yeah, I love I, business. I love, I love the whole thing of it. I mean. You do. But the, the problem, the problem then became, I became acutely aware that in 2008, I'd fallen out of love, fallen out of love. I was in the middle of doing one last project. It was like a gambling thing. Oh, look, if I do this, it'll do... Set you up for life. Oh, yeah. I can't uh, wait to have the house in... That um, big one. Yeah, I'll have the house in um, in Barbados for the summer for three months. And, you know, I might I might actually then go to, down to my sister-in-law in Australia for two more months. Sounds I'm good. Sure, I'm sure, look, I can be walking the roads of Kinmare and West Cork in for the other three or four months and tell yeah. everybody what a wonderful guy I am but oh, yeah, everything will go away Jeez, there won't be anxiety there won't be stress and should I be I'll be just handing money out to everybody for every cause it didn't happen it fell apart uh, the project fell apart I don't blame anybody for it looking back in reflection however I was very cross over it that all these people who promised me salvation the chance to have a wonderful life doing nothing for the rest of my life didn't produce the goods Lieber, uh, what, not Lieber, Lehman Brothers was the start of it then it became the two toxic banks in the States and yeah. then the whole thing collapsed and you couldn't get a farthing from your own gang. Look, that whole two or three years became apparent that not alone was I in that particular situation, but 80% of all other SMEs were also burdened down with that whole... It was heavy going, yeah, 2008. Was, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it became apparent that I wasn't alone, that there was, like I said, 80% of all SMEs were in the same boat, the tile shop, the curtain guy and I'm not labelling any particular no, type, I mean, of type of business that even no one, got, nobody was immune to, to yeah, getting hit by it even, yeah I, I, and we weren't immune to it and here was a whole swart of people who gave their time honourably and if they look back and reflect that they because of the amount of hours they put in as opposed to the amount of money they got were working for six or seven euros an hour if you if you actually boil it down yeah. I mean there's guys out there yeah. like if you're self-employed like to be honest th- there's a certain amount you can only you earn and and it's very hard to earn more than that you know for most small businesses you know it's it's like there's this it's difficult it's difficult it's more than it, difficult yeah, yeah, because yeah. when you reflect on the realization that you're working uh, 60 or 70 hours a week. I work six, seven days sometimes, you I know. I know you do. Yeah, when, when I but I don't mind, I work at home as well, but I, I, I like it, you know, you, I mean. But I, I pick up the yeah. phone to you, you have to be on the other end to answer my query. I do, yeah. So, yeah. and you don't ever put a time, you don't ever put a monetary value on that time. And, and, and here's, here's the thing, you know, if you're mm. actually working seven days a week as a self-employed person, 600, you decide to pay yourself, divided by 60 hours comes to 10 or an hour, but you're not doing nine. Uh, huh? And he's a nice phone all the time. <laughs> oh, look, he's the latest iPhone yeah, 12 yeah, Pro. yeah, yeah. You have to use the iPhone 12 Pro to, to, to attract your customer to buy the iPhone 12 Pro. Look, and it's fine. I, I mean, the thing about it is, I think it's in my DNA, the, the entrepreneurial thing is just something I like doing. I mean, I, mean, I love it uh, and that's fine. But I also have a, like things change in my life as well, which put me on a different track and or whatever. That's why I can identify with yourself in a way. I, my life went one way, it changed I had a reality check and then I got back on board. I went into business 
it kind of it's the reverse of that in in some respects. But I do still have uh, I never forget where I came from. I still do have uh, a great sense of what life's about and what really matters as well. And that's why I'm doing pod, this podcast, you know. So this sense of your life, getting back to that, everything changed for you, right? Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That change again. Look, look, like, we, we we looked. I, I I I I look. A lot of people say you're the luckiest guy in the world. Um, do you think you're the luckiest guy? Ah, uh, yeah. Life has torn me an old four in the life dice. Like six would be euphoric, and I'd be sunning myself and in Barbados. Yeah, I and visiting your sister in Australia. That's a false. See, that's a false. It could happen yet, it's though. A false, no, do you thought Mary, my sister, and Australia get sick of me after about two weeks? So I know, but do you ever get the thought it could happen yet, though? Nah, it's not going to happen. No. It's not going to. I don't. I, I, I listen. I'm. I know. Maybe it, it might happen. Maybe no, someday you no, go. Yeah. I don't even play the lotto. Okay, so I don't <laughs> put myself in the position anymore to allow myself or even entertain a potential lifestyle where you can obtain that type yeah. of false euphoria. Trust me. Um, I want to wake up in the morning now and you, when you put your two feet in the ground, you're going to say, um, right, where's this day going to bring me? But can I reflect back between 2008? Onwards? Yeah, I'm just going to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. Important. I want so, to know what... So, so, so I, ended up, um, I ended up getting a phone call um, from a very, very nice guy, um, George Murphy, who's a liquidity accountant in Cork. And he asked me, if my knowledge of the retail trade was still intact. And I said I would. So we, I went away and I did a project for a family who were in serious difficulty at the time. And I noticed the common thread here was the anxiety and the, the whole... So you started to identify with other people yeah, and, and the how, whole, what they were yeah, going and through. And the whole sense of rejection, that people don't love me anymore because I'm a failure and, and the whole community have turned against me because I'm a failure. And I'm going... No, they're not. You're today's newspaper uh, item. You're tomorrow's chip wrapper. What yeah, I mean by yeah, that is, yeah. uh, in long ago in chip shops, you'd have newspaper was used to wrap the chips. So the Cork Examiner, they carry them in this today and tomorrow. They were wrapping chips in it. So you were today's news and tomorrow's chip wrapper. That's the way it is. And I used to say that to people, and they look at me and go, "Oh no, that's not the case. Look, what about this and what about that?" And that person is saying that, but I said they're not. You think they are, and it's all in your mind. Oh, look the way that guy's looking at me. See, it's the mind, isn't it? Again, it's the mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look, you didn't just see this like straight off. I mean, no, you didn't. I I want to know, like, kind of like for other people going out there that uh, you know, your life is going a certain way. And you can't, well, some people have a massive transformation, a spiritual awakening, well, maybe. Would you call it a spiritual I know, awakening? I, 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 like I kind have, of thing. It wasn't like a road to Damascus moment. Well, it happens, like. like no, I, I, it wasn't a road to Damascus moment. I always did what I did when I could for people or for a community. But because of my own, because of the work I was in, working 364 days in the year for 12 to 16 hours a day, I wasn't able to give back, nor did I have the time. Remember now, there was three young people in my house as well, and they needed the six and a half minutes each per day of my contact time, right? And that's in itself, I'm delighted what I did and what I had to do when I did it, because I think that changed the whole environment and the contact time you have with your children aged between nine to Especially when they're younger, like, yeah. Yeah, and it became very evident that I I went from the stranger who had six and a half minutes contact time, put him to bed, saying goodnight, throwing out the cornflakes in the morning stuff, to the person who then became very active in their life. And teaching them how to cycle, teaching them how to. So we're missing that part where that happened, right? Yeah. I mean, so so, so yeah. So here, 
the interesting situation was... Because um, it seems like a massive contrast. Yeah, George actually asked me to do a project. I did a project for him. Um, Is this how it started? Yeah. The, the road, yeah, the, the, the different path? Like? I, we won't call it the road to Damascus moment. No, I was going to say that, but it's but, not, but, yeah. But, but the, the issue here was the awareness that other people and myself shared the same emotional difficulties. So what you're saying was... You had all this anxiety. The business were kind of going. You were, they weren't failing. They were doing no, well. No, no. I, to be fair, and I, I sold. I, like I said, yeah. I sold. I, and so I, I sold. I sold the video and phone business, um, and that was a quite a successful model. And people looked at it as a as a very good multi platform model. It had four different businesses within the business model, um, and it, it was giving a, a net um, profit of about. 14% in a trade that doesn't allow 14%. For 14%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Margin, right? You're selling a television, you might be lucky to get 5%. Yeah, You're I'm selling look, an Apple look, product, you get look, 2%. Yeah, absolutely. And look, yeah. look, you looked at it where I transferred the whole video shop, video, two fingers in the air, to a DVD product within seven months based on the fact that I would have purchased DVD machines at 14 and 15 euros that had multi-platform play like in seat remember back the time you had the American use a different system to us Europe had a different system to us and then we used the palace yeah system, the right? different yeah. and like people don't even realise that but within six months I had this multi-platform DVD machine that I that Sean um, Mahoney had located somewhere in Taiwan to, to a point where we were bringing in pallet loads of them landing them inside in the shop floor 48 in a pallet pallet downstairs pallet in the storeroom and pallet upstairs ready and all these people, we were selling these for thirty four ninety nine. We changed the model of all VHS was now gone, and everybody was doing DVD. Oh yeah, yeah, DVD was doing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And we did that within four months. So the margin on so you, but you weren't you weren't change was easy to you. Change was always easy, and yeah. I had no emotional attachment to change. So like I, I, I did, but, but you did on, have an attachment to changing your life. Oh yeah. Because to get out of the loop, right? Yeah. Uh, look, so, what would you say to people? Like, what did you learn from it? Like, I mean, okay, you, so, you, you went from that, so, and did you do training? Did you train no, up so in something? Yeah, the commonality here with all the people that I dealt with um, was the same. They all had anxiety issues. They all were afraid of failure, and when failure arrived, it choked them, and it, it, they had they ended up having the inability to think clearly. I know some people say, "Oh, thinking outside the box." So, so we looked at that. I noticed I seem to have some sort of skill set to allow people the ability to think straight after having a contact time of two weeks. Oh, look, we, what do you need? Oh, look, if you're the tile shop guy, I need a van, I need a tile cutters, I need adhesive, and yeah. I need grout, and I need a white and beige tile, and I'm back up and running. Was it his fault that he that the, his business died? No. Yeah. Was he in, so here's a cycle here. I'll tell you a cycle. Tile, fi, tiler, first, first of all. Tiler, you're a great guy. You're doing great turnover. The bank manager hands you 100 grand. You hire another tiler. You have four guys working. You have seven guys working. Then you open up your own tile shop. Then you invest in the tile shop premises and you buy it. So it's, yeah, it kind of it so, goes so that it way. Yeah. A whole, and then the whole thing, you're, 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 you're fitting 25 houses in an estate or you're doing, yeah. a, 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 you're doing a warehouse and all of a sudden the whole thing shuts down. The guy who owns it, who owns the... Completely stops. Yeah, and he can't pay you. You can't pay your workers. You, you can't pay the bank. You can't pay for the, t- the tax on your vans. And then the whole thing goes south and you're gone into liquidation. So 
you, and you're at the kitchen table with your wife. Yeah, and Ulster Bank. And you're both talking about... I shouldn't be talking about the, the, the four banks that, are, that were there at the time, but these banks were, were in the same situation. So they were looking at to be refinanced and they had yeah. to get money from somewhere. So they were going to put the pressure on you because you're on the start of Someone the Someone has chain. to get the rod, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, and you're the first in the food chain. In fact, if you're 200 million, they wouldn't, they'd probably sit down and have tea with you. They have to negotiate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because there's only two fingers in the air, fifty yeah. to two hundred and fifty thousand. You were an SME. You were the target SME's first. got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's rake up the all big these. guys. Kind of were negotiating, but just here's what a, I think. Here's what a phrase I, my yeah. father always said: "Up to a million, it's your problem. Yeah. Over a million, it's the bank manager's problem." Because yeah. why did he give it to you? And there we had so all the guys under the million who had a hassle. <laughs> we're all running for cover. Like. Yeah, we're being raked up and brought in to be shot. It's right? a bit... All the other guys were, yeah, how are we going to deal with this? And yeah. more than one person made that decision. Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, look, you, you got through that, right? Yeah, we got through that. But here's but, the thing. So I had a lot of free time in my hands then, right? And uh, the lads back in comparison, oh, would I mind training a football team? I'm going, God. Yeah, is that yeah. how coming into soccer? Yeah, 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 I, I'll yeah. train. So, I'll, so I trained the football Why don't you go down the road there and train the young fellas? Like? Yeah, under 10 team, right? So you looked at it and after about three or four weeks, I noticed that different people had different abilities. So you had the guy who's out in front. So we won't miss the thing though, sorry. You won't miss the thing. Like we won't miss the whole thing. No, what happened I here? Was very, I was still very busy. So but I, com- I was but com- community came in. Yeah, I did. But that was, was remember, that the change? Like It, it wasn't. Yeah. Because well, I was I mean, already inadvertently at- involved in helping people put their lives back in order. Were and you like, helping people when you had the business? Like, like you did mention that people come in and have chats uh, yeah, with you and a, stuff. That, yeah, and we look, but you'd still, you know, local yeah, team, yeah. Okay, but there was nothing in, in no, nothing. No, no, but particular. there was still a sense of community in my own mind. But then, when when you look at the liquidation and the things, and and and, and look at people who are in receivership or liquidation, that was a different animal altogether because you had to work and do your best for the people that were in, under pressure yeah. to allow them the chance twofold. One, get back into business and realise that they're not a failure. The circumstances yeah. around the environment. You're not your circumstances. Yeah, like. yeah. and why should you become a That's prisoner? A why are you going to become a prisoner to your, uh, to your circumstances, circumstances? Yeah, And a lot of people were. We were told, and don't blame the state, don't blame the, 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 the issue with banking. It, it was just what it is. And mm. once you got over that, and stop living in with anger and with fear and anxiety and say, listen, what do you really need to put food on your table? So fight or flight situation. Food on your table, a roof over your head, closing You're on about the basics, eh? Yeah. And it was and it was stripping this back to the basics. So remember this, food on the table first, closing your back, roof over your head, three priorities. Everything else we can live without. You can live with the same phone for two months, two months. So is that what she kind of, is that, is that the decision you got to? It's uh, like, it was a decision I had inadvertently come into. So when you speak to the guy in Longford, he had the same necessities as the guy in West Cork. We, were, we all had the same. Yeah, but yeah. you don't realise that. The guy who owned five hotels, who now lost everything, he, his priority was, first of all, close, uh, food in the stomach, clothes in their back, and more importantly, roof over their head. And if you can achieve that, then everything else doesn't matter because we were now in a different game, yeah, different, different life thing. game, different scenario. So and yet, I, I, you went off training and did the no, soccer, but you, no, you did training, it, it, you did a degree in, uh, uh, yeah, was, what was, what's your degree between in? Between 2008 and 12, there was, I had, I was back into a community situation, yeah. helping, helping businesses and people working in business to get back on their feet and lose this limited company idea and come back into uh, sole traders. And at the same time, I'd, look, I'd gone training the local under 10 team. Um, and you look at your 23 guys and the most important thing I realised that if they left the field every day with a smile on their faces in my mind that was the achievement 
in real terms, each one of the parents of those children had a different priority. Some of them wanted their son or daughter to play for Kerry. More of them wanted yeah. their son or daughter to stay safe in a field while well, they did the shopping. They were babies. I was a babysitter, a glorified babysitter for them. And somewhere in the middle was the guy who wanted his son or daughter have an enjoyment. And the first thing you do, your son or daughter comes in at age 10. Oh, what you do? Say, oh, dad, we learned how to kick with her left foot or kick to her right foot or we cut the ball overhead. And then he turns on the radio or she turns on the radio and says, oh, yeah, that's great. However, if you if your child walked in here, oh, I don't love you like this. Uh, I wasn't happy here. First of all, there's no radio going on. say, why not? What was the reason? Within the sport environment in 2010 or 12 and within the whole confines of where we were, this whole idea that only the best could achieve anything in a sporting environment by having a pyramid of where there was 100 guys in the top and you would stand on their shoulders to, to, to achieve your goal. But Aiden, you just very... you you just had this, you saw this, right? Did, yeah, you didn't did. have any training or help or counselling no, or... Or at that stage, no. At that stage, no. It or, was, or degrees in, in psychology no, or... There was no parchments hanging off But that's wallet. that's that's quite uh, that's quite a good awareness to have. Not everybody has this, like, no, but, but way it, of thinking, but, but way again, of being... But, but John, like you, yeah. like you you're... you're all the time dealing with the public, so you see different aspects of. The, of so the what public. you're saying is that you were in service when you were when you had the businesses, because yeah. I believe I'm in service to people. You are. I know I get paid, but I'm in I service know, to look, them. You know yourself. So, so you're, you're still in service when you left the business. Yeah, absolutely. And you still are now. You are. And, and look, you know yourself. Some person had come in back when I had the business. Oh, do you mind if I uh, my uncle's in the hospital? I I have no money on me. Can I get a pajamas and slippers? I'll bring up to, and addressing on. And look, I will come back to you next week. Look, again. You had a box there with, with, with a credit with 200 people that owed you 48 or 50,000 and they paid you a tenner every week. The de facto Littlewoods or whatever it was where you paid 10 euros a month or whatever it would be. And that was a whole, that was because of the community. I come from a West Car. But that, was, that service, it's community. It, it is, like, it is, it, you is know? it is, it is, it is. And, and it was. As you say, I think it's a great way to operate, like check in. Yeah. Is everything all right? How are you? Yeah. It's like the community. Thing. It's like everybody waiting for fancy down the thing. It's that spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, no, I, no, I'm I, all over that. I think that's a great way here, to be. Here's like. the funny, I'm going to go back. The great thing about Francie yeah. is... Francie's the topic of this conversation. Yeah, he, was yeah. he was oblivious to all yeah. this metal. It's all about Francie, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's all about the great Francie. Yeah. Because Francie, for me... um cemented my fate in human nature. All I mean, he's stuck in my head all, now. All, like, all yeah, like, yeah. I remember in Cork, in Cork of the day, we were going to have to drive back up to Cork, yeah. technically go into a hospital, take him out of it when it was time for him to be checked out. And then one of us as the family would have to isolate for 14 days. The ambulance, there were seven ambulances from West Cork up there at the time. There was one from Castle and Bayer, there was one for, two from Bantry, one from the Manway Clinic. The ambulance guy said, no, we'll bring him back to school. We'll bring him back home. So it, it'll prevent all of you from having to isolate. And that was, when, when I heard that, so Colm, again, Colm Murray, thank you for the work you've done with Francie. He doesn't thank you for it, but trust me. Sounds like a good guy. We know that that you're the guy, right? Providing an outlet where he can be wheeled out by the porters to get it, go and have a cigarette, which didn't put anxiety in his life to the point of where um, he, his life was probably saved by the doctor because of the, he was suffering from septicemia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The local nurse yeah. who provided the medication for him for the next five weeks so because he wasn't aware that a certain amount of antibiotics was only admissible to his his body. And if he OD'd, on, because these were very heavy um, antibiotics, usually you've got to go in an intravenous drip for five weeks if you have septicemia of that 
intensity like if you're 80 percent of your body is poisoned then you have to go on a on, on an intravenous trip for five weeks in yeah. hospital but every part of the medical chain prov- provided an outlet that he would not he could do that from home it was going to be difficult but we all came together to provide that outlet so yeah. you got passionate, right? Am I saying? Am I right now? You got passionate about community, about helping people. Yeah, but it it, it became it became it was an an embryotic system where a situation where I was that guy. Um, you were then asked, would you train the under ten team? And then you realised afterwards. She went yeah, from Aidan's grand, that guy, Aidan's yeah, grand, to that guy. Yeah, and, so, then, <laughs> and then and then I noticed a lot of I, I noticed the coaching <laughs> techniques was all based on winning. And using my my experience, like you were in business. business, yeah, and like service, and, and, it changes. I, I only defined how was defined. Yeah, I, I defined two things. One was how many guys uh, were playing with me. Oh, we said at twenty three, but I tell number sixteen to twenty one, you'll get your place if you work harder. Right, yeah, this is very yeah. important. You're so your place if you you saw harder. potential. Like. I wanted to win by 20 points against Glenflesk, Ratmore, uh, the Croaks, the Legion. Right. And, and then I decided, I decided, how can I become a better coach? I needed to, to, to read more into the better coach philosophy. You couldn't I, help it, could so, you? So you I, had to, I want to yeah, be the New yeah. England Patriot guy. I want to listen to him. I want to listen to uh, Jorgen Klopp. Not at the time, it was like Joachim Law. Like, uh, I, I have to say, that's, uh, that's your entrepreneurial spirit coming in. It was, but... Isn't it though, okay. really? And here's, but in a different context, it right? It was, it was. And, and it still is. It, it is, however... Is it? And I'll use the word however. Yeah. With a capital, capital letters all the way. Six or seven months into this into this third level programme I did with Satanta. Where, what was the programme? Uh, physical fitness and okay. strength conditioning for sport. It was an 18 module degree uh, course. I had done... a. a um, a diploma in sports coaching DIT before that to dip my toe in the water. And it was 80% physical based, 20% cognitive based. As like the sports psychology thing was only, was only yeah, it was yeah. like sprinkled on. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you have it was your, never talked about, no, was no, it? If you have your team in a positive frame of mind. What are you talking about? Yeah, waffle. Get right? a grip. Like. And I had to write that as part of the project to give it its 20, to get my, my 10% to qualify to yeah, get my diploma. to get your module. But that's all, or that's all waffle. Look, come here at the end of the day, once I get three guys or four guys in that team to be the spine of that team to win. It didn't matter. So, um, the first five or six modules, meaning the first year and a half doing the certificate part of the course was all about preparing the person to be a better athlete. The second six modules was about creating a team environment to make a better team. And the last six was about you, the coach, Sports psychology, why, the reasoning why you're doing it, questioning yourself and questioning the team, the impact on your decision making, the team, and are you there to create a better team or a better individual within the team? And Mm. the more I dug into this, I looked and said, this is really important. And what I'm doing is, again, making a lovely picture, but behind the picture there was no substance. So I was making all these wonderful footballers. Uh, look at them. Uh, but I was allowing six guys in a team. But it seems like you had a you hit the wall there as well, did you? I, I did. Yeah, I questioned myself again. I questioned. Again. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I questioned myself, and I said to myself, "No, this is this. What I'm creating is a really. I'm allowing a pyramid where 23 guys in the team are there to facilitate six people getting to the next level. 
And then within that 23 people, are you only facilitating six people to get to the next level, to the next level, to the next level? So local local parish becomes district, Kinmare district. So there's four teams feeding in. If my six guys are making the district team, or my seven guys. Are so winning was the whole. It was about yeah, winning. Winning again. It was not like about in business, is about yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit. I use I use a business model. And you're create, you're fairly competitive. My parents loved it. Yeah, of course. Look, because we're winning. The parents want their child to win. Look, if your son you know, or daughter didn't play, but that's natural. That that's that's nature. I mean, but, but here's the important thing: your yeah. son and daughter at the end of the year was photographed with that cup. They mightn't have played a minute with me. They mightn't have played thirty seconds with me, but they were there standing next to the cup. Yeah, it's important. Or is it? Well, it's important for the kid. It was important for me. Ah, yeah. Well, well, you're getting into another thing now. If you can, if you can see into that, I justified my greatness because I had a cup. So hold on, where did I go with the cup? I took four laps at a time with the cup. I took four laps at the cup, and I'm forty three at the time. That that are twenty three under ten guys. Hey, F them. They were just facilitating. Why were the young fellas going, where's he gone with the cup? He's yeah. going to take yeah. enough up top. Hey, yeah, he's got the cup at home on the mantelpiece. Yeah, they're facilitating uh. my greatness. <laughs> the poor kids are looking for it. They're, 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 what they're doing is they're cementing my greatness as a Ah, but I don't no. think, but you could look at it that way. Well, look, if you want to know what well, I was, think, listen, we, every, John, mo- every motive we have is John, selfish. John, Even John, helping people is selfish. No, it's not. It, 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 why, are we, why are we doing it then? It's selfish. It's because I feel good if I help someone. No, you, you, uh, yeah, of course. So there's this so it's selfish euphoria behind in a way. It. No, but listen, come here. Yeah. You don't look. You you <laughs> feel great for helping somebody if somebody else finds out if a third party. Yeah, oh, I heard but I feel great. I do, they don't feel great for me helping them because I feel a certain way. I mean, okay. The, the important thing here is remember I've won a cup, and that's all. I'll get back to the cup. Yeah, the other twenty three guys that facilitated my greatness didn't that because they're 10 and when they're 36 or 7 the shows are they can do the same yeah I know but remember yeah. I was selling all those parents hey your son is so fantastic your son is the best your daughter's the best and do you know what I'm a great coach do you know what? I'm a great guy like. hey you have a picture so you have John F. Kennedy the Blessed Virgin and me I they're sometimes dad. have them moments I go home yeah. have a cup of tea and I just sit in the corner going what the fuck mm-hmm. And, 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 and I, I, I actually had sold a wonderful, I sold a wonderful story to everybody. And we were all in this together and we were all going touring the country and we're all going to win matches and win all Ireland and be the greatest ever. And I had this idea that all those cups lined up and all those medals around my chest were going to make me, but it's because I was a great coach. Yeah, but you're competitive and you're, you're an entrepreneur. If you, whether yeah. you like it or not, you'll always be one, I think. Yeah, That's but, what I think. But, but... Sorry, but it's just... But then you're throwing another, you're throwing another issue. What if you hadn't the best team? What if you were... So you, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Like, I love being the underdog. You're going to the underdog. Now, Are you going to the underdog? the underdog? You're, you're, okay, so I want to... Could you help the underdogs? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to mean... I'm not being disingenuous to no, anybody that, that John, you've helped. John, but I don't mean it that way. Let's go. What yeah. if you were given a, a, a bunch of people who, in the eyes of and I don't want to label them, who don't have a sporting background. Now, create a model that allow them to participate in, allow a sport that that they are going to enjoy, and then what longevity would they have in active physical um, fitness? There was the new model because of the learning outcomes I had from Satanta. They inspired, they, they instilled a sense of self-awareness that yeah, I am big into self awareness. It's not about like, the winning. It's, no. if we all can win. 
Well, I like winning. Well, I could, I could, I, I, today you and I could have a, a coin toss situation, see who'll win. But it's Are not you, everything to me, like. But it's, correct. It's a game. Business and, is a game. And you're actually, It's just a game. And once you realise that it's a game. Yeah. And when you're playing the game, you want to do the best. But you got to learn to step away from it because what carnage are you leaving behind? So well, I, I wouldn't personally. I don't want to leave carnage of any sort. Look, I, I mean, yeah. I look. So, so if you're yeah. if you're the young fella who played in my team, two fingers in the air, give me two fingers yeah, yeah. who was number twenty six but never got a game. He was never. He never had the ability to. I don't want to use the word perform, but he was never put in a position that allowed him. Not achieved, but improved his own sporting abilities because I, as a coach, didn't Isn't trust him. Isn't that helping the no, underdog again? No, I, I didn't trust him. See, I didn't trust him to command the field. Why didn't I trust him? Because he wasn't good enough. Okay. So, so, so that's the that's the subliminal story I'm telling. So if you're number 26... See, sublim- what you're talking about here is you're talking about personal integrity a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and number 26 well, had not an entitlement to go on the field because I didn't believe he Whoa. had the attributes that was that's good That's a big thing to see, man. Um... Yeah, and here's the funny thing. When you talk to that guy three years later, I'm awfully sorry I didn't give you the opportunity to, to go on the pitch. And he said to me, I don't think I was ready. And I'd say, why? You said I wasn't. But I was selling you a lie back then. And you believed it. So here was people who had the ability to influence children. And because of the, what you said, it, it had a profound effect on their thinking for the short term. For me, mm. if you're the ter- that 13-year-old boy or 12-year-old boy that, that I influenced him to think that he wasn't ready, when in fact I should have been promoting, why wasn't I giving him five minutes, six minutes, nine minutes, twelve yeah. minutes, and applying, allowing him. So, so here's the thing. You're being really honest about this, yeah, I have so, to so, say. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing, really important. 14 years later, I'm sitting down in an interview inside in Trinity College, ready to sell my shit to them, saying, I'm good enough to do a master's in enterprise and innovation. <laughs> Go on, right? yeah, and here's the question that was asked. What's your position on failure? And for some oh, no. funny moment... Don't ask me that. Yeah, for some money, funny moment, that moment I said, you cannot move forward unless you fail. That's a good one, actually. Yeah, and the person alongside, across the table, went and said... That's the most profound answer. That's profound, ever. man. Yeah. And you just came up with it. Yeah, look, uh, whether it was everybody who... Philosophy. family died. Huh? And, and Philosopher all, extraordinary, and feeding, man. They're all feeding in. Hey, we need to give, we need to give Aiden one moment. <laughs> you can't move forward unless you fail. I'm going, Jesus Christ, where did I hear this one? This fail, is, and there's, there's, and this, know, as it came out of my mouth, I was yeah. like, whoa. How fail is, harder, like. How is somebody going to counteract that in an interview for me to get to Trinity? And the person alongside. said, that's fantastic. That's I've fantastic. I've never heard anybody say that. Like it's that. very good. I said, by failure, we learn from the experience. It's not how often you, you yeah. fail, it's, you fall, it's how many times yeah. you get up. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they, and what do they said? Uh, I know, it was like really weird. Yeah. Let's go for a cup of coffee. And I'm going, that's really cool. Right. Yeah. Out the door. You've made it like, yeah, you're in. Pers- and yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the person said, but authentically in. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the person said, we want you to work on specific projects for us because we feel you have the capacity and life experience to. And life experience, like. Yeah. So all that anxiety and all that stuff you thought was negative is positive. It's positive. It's positive. It's positive. However, I needed somebody to give me clarity at the time. I needed somebody to say, put their hand on my shoulder. Intervention? Yeah, and say... 
in 2008. Everything's going to be okay. But you've got to take the pain of failure to succeed, to, to work on what you need to do in the future. I'm going to, can I revert back to the 13 year old guy? When he became 14, oh, by the way, I won. I won. I was a winner. I had uh, John F. Kennedy, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, it could be Garrett Fitzgerald. Oh, come Garrett Fitzgerald. Uh, no, like, come here, come out of the bushes. Se- to get a certain segment of the Jeez. community, Garrett I know Garrett's fine. Or, he's or fine, or I suppose. See, I was, yeah. He's a bit too heady for me when I was younger. Yeah, I just so, thought, so, Jesus. So, this, so whatever your, the mantelpiece moment was. Nelson Mandela's my hero, one of the men. Did you have a photograph of Nelson Mandela in your on top of your fireplace <laughs> no so I was up there uh, my picture was there remember my picture was with the 23 under 12 guys I'm 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 do- I, I'm adorning the walls of some people's houses to this day 12 and 13 years on I think that's great you're up you're on the fireplace with, with yeah, John yeah. F. Kennedy yeah, and, John F. Kennedy and, and, and Jesus Jesus right I don't know I, could, I couldn't reach Jesus' Jesus. pinnacle but anyway yeah, like. but anyway the, the, here, but here is the thing back then I was giving I was feeding a lie to people. So we realised... I, I don't know so yeah, much a lie. Was, was it was, lie. come on, listen, it was. I mean, a lie... No, 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 no. I looked at... I looked at, I looked at I a looked lie at is it. like, like I'm, gonna, say, I'm going to lie to this person. I'm I not was. going to tell them the truth. No, but you were unconsciously... No, I, I, sorry. A lie, no matter what it is, is a lie. Here's a, you've well, got okay. Be, we've got to be honest. Like, okay, John, I, we've just, got to be really I know, but so, I, I'm being honest, but yeah. I, think, I think it's like this, right? I can't be responsible for anything that goes on in my head, right? Until I be- until I become aware of it. Of course. Previous to that, I'm ignorant. Yeah. Okay. So, sh- do you want to fish, or do you want to learn how to fish? You, the famous thing. Give me that, a rod. Yeah. Yeah. We all go to yeah. South America, all the conquistadores, and they go. Yeah. Oh, uh, we know we, we see that you're English it's Barbados actually it's, yeah, it's, yeah. So, so or Australia your, or yeah. Dominican Republic yeah. whatever Dominic- so, Dominican see, Republic see, see all your religion <laughs> fa- uh, adoring false gods that shit. we have a guy that really is the guy <laughs> Jesus is his name and by the way we're going to rob I think you're gold. being see, see all the gold in your country <laughs> Jesus wants that in, in Rome and we're going to give it to him so Jesus has become Caesar's yeah so, <laughs> more, so so in my case this is getting really too heavy for me. Yeah, really. no, it's sad. It was funny, but I... I know. I'm trying to work it out in my head, co- but I'm lost. I'm lost at Jesus and Caesar. Anyway. From a coaching point of view, coming back to the main topic, 15 to 23 didn't matter in my life. They wore the jersey, but yeah. it didn't matter. Hey, those guys, wow. they're, 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 I know they're happy with the photograph, but by me telling them that it's... They're not so, ready, yeah. That they're not ready, that... They were accepting of their fate. Remember, John, yeah. they accepted their fate. Okay. So, so, so I'll, two years later, you I'll buy, I, Well, I, I still... I, well, we, I'm, Because success... I know, this, but, but I'm, I'm still wondering. I don't think you were lying to yourself. No, I think you were no, ignorant to the fact John, that this was going on. Right, yeah, maybe, yeah. Ma- maybe looking back. Yeah. But I mean, remember, John, success has many children, failures and orf- orphan. Well, so I look... I've heard that, but I've never really heard it. Do you know? Yeah, so, now so, I hear it. Like So the guy in Bantry that we came down once a year to whip by 40 pints. Why is he, why are all his 23 players playing? So he's putting on the weak guys now and hey, let's drive home the fact that we're Kerry and we are willing to whip you to death. Look, if you're, if you're playing football in Kerry, man, you're up, you're, hey, you're, you're going to have to be great. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. And here's the funny Cause thing. Cause it's part and of And the our... guy in Bantry said to me, geez, you have a fair strong team there. No one you're from Kerry. Yeah. And he accepted that. But remember this, they won a college's title six years later. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, because he allowed the whole um, the whole platform of his team get exposed at an early age to remember. 
you can't go forward unless you fail. So it's a bit by, like the Germans me, against. By, yeah, yeah, uh, by me hammering, and there's actually a model called the Exos model, which look, we're not look. Let's not get technical. Let's, yeah. let's let's deal with what we're here to deal with today. You look at the whole idea. So here here's again another road to Damascus moment. I I realised that the whipping by cop. Uh, that's presented to me uh, for being the greatest guy ever and we all drive around the town with me in the cup and I slept with the cup that night and <laughs> I the kids were entitled to the cup for five minutes but it was all about me moment at the end right uh, but, but I had remember now I'm not saying it's like a cult that everybody bought into the cult of of winning but I realised one guy might want to leave to go playing golf or hurling and he's the high achiever so I needed somebody to replace them but Remember, I was only down to 14 guys at that stage. Or if I was play, if I was a soccer team, I was only down to 10. I needed to find somebody. But I had nobody ready. Nobody's ready to take up that mantle because I had suppressed that whole team. I was only allowing one particular patron. I was in charge of that patron and it hadn't the ability to pivot left or right. If I was the guy in Bantry who played all 18 guys... It's kind of like black and white, grey, yeah. see the grey, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. grey is important. Yeah. And, I used to be and, black and, and white, but grey is important. Yeah, and, and here's and here's the thing, I changed the mantra, Jesus, your man is getting the shit beat out of him this year, and then I said, I, if, if a parent said, oh, what's happening this year, why, why are we getting beaten? And I'd explain, and the man said, fuck, you're thinking too much about this, we need to get back to where we are, I, this was said to me, we need to get back to where we are, and I walked away, because parents weren't happy and this is very tough to say, weren't happy that my outcome and their outcome were totally different. Yeah. And the silent majority, 15 to 23, didn't have a voice. Didn't have a voice. They were not entitled. So that's the orphan. They were, yeah, yeah. yeah. They <clears> the orphan guy. Yeah. They no, weren't anyway. entitled to, to turn around to the rest of the group and say, actually, we would actually be very happy if... Number 16 got five minutes. So, but remember, the pair, so, so I had created an environment that was based on a winning formula. So you went from like... Winning. Went from winning, winning to, winning, to winning. help, as I see. Yeah, like, winning. But, well, as I see, you've gone from winning, winning, right? Winning, winning. Yeah. Really winning. Sleeping with the cup and yeah. John F. Kennedy above the fireplace. Hey, and, it was me. Yeah. Forget about John F. John F. was uh, somebody that there was, wasn't loving or wasn't <laughs> having, but you could see me every other day. I think we've all kind of had moments like that, mm-hmm. you know, but... Uh, to this other animal. But the, the thing, like, but in, to be fair to you know, like, what I hear you saying, you've come in and out the shop and you would be t- saying you're, you're nipping up to Limerick helping some lad, that's really in trouble, man. Yeah, look... I, look, I mean, I, I'm on about I, folks, I'm, like, really... F- Excuse the language, but yeah. But remember, remember, the most important part here is you've gone from a winning mentality, winning formula, winning to a realizing that that's a car that has only got a certain amount of distance in the tank, and when it when the wheels do come off it, what's going to what's 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 going to happen after that? So the loss. So are they really winning anyway, you're wondering? Yeah. I wasn't winning. Yeah. What I was doing, He's I, like I, you. I, I, yeah, yeah. He's like a mini me kind of. Yeah. 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 So what, what, what we did was, what we did was really what I did was I looked at people uh, around me who hadn't, diso- hadn't an aggressive appetite for winning and who, uh, who were in a different environment to where I was. And I found that person and his mantra was tutor young people to improve their skills. I, I realised 
I needed that instilled. I asked him to come working with me, training this team. And he said, why me? Because I said, you're the best at this. You you can instill a sense of honesty that I have, I can't bring to the table. Because remember now, I'm the winning coach. So when I got involved in the the Tilly Wings team, there was only going to be one outcome here. Yeah, I whipped you until you won. But how can I on how can I strip myself back down and become the other guy? And no matter what I would do, John, if it was taking charge of the cycling team, a parent was expecting the Tour de France outcome here. Yeah. So you got known for winning, like oh yeah. This is the winning guy. Hey, but I don't see you like that. I see you no, like... No, but, but, but no, I don't. Is, I see you, you as someone that helps said, helps, said, helps, helps the underdog. I, I changed. I had to change my whole my whole outcome. So I didn't realise if I was the guy... And, and this is really funny. I was asked... Uh, I said, I'd like to get involved in Special Olympics. And somebody said, Jesus, that's wow. fantastic. We could end up with a gold medal here. That's 21, 23s, like. We could end up with a gold medal here. And I'm going, Jesus, no, all I want to do is just... Because of the new me or the recondition me or the redevelopment me. Yeah. Oh, he wants to improve that person's life. And if we get a medal, that's fine. But hey, imagine you could bring a gold medal, a Special Olympics gold but medal. But hold on a minute. Like time. this is still about winning. Yeah. You know. Because this yeah, is the yeah. perception. Yeah. So so uh, community games, by the way, community games, club of the year. Six monster finals in a row at four, six different disciplines. Yeah. Right? Not long could he do... Gaelic football, he could do soccer, rugby, blah, 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 tennis, uh, indoor soccer, outdoor soccer. So there was, uh, there was a whole, uh, there was a whole idea that it brought, it was like, look, even pride of place in Kilmer, wonderful project where a community comes together. But at the end of the day, the environment that I wanted to bring, I was I asked to take charge of the sports section of it and, and, and that, hey, it was all about the winning and the achieving and, hey, look look what we can achieve. And, and, and the judges said, hey, that's a fantastic project. The idea that all of you guys come together to create a better winning mentality for... And, like, I can't help it, but think I just love trying to win. I, yeah. I'd be competitive. I can't yeah. help myself, like... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I, I would be aware that I can fall easy off the horse. I totally know that. Look, listen... Within five years... But by God, I'll give pull up a good fight, though. Yeah, but you know? we had created this whole environment that winning was everything again. Well, it is everything when you're trying to win. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying at the time, yeah. it is. Yeah. But to know, but I, look, I think, but, but, I think but, but it's a sense of awareness. Of, we were also coming out of a recession, a really be- and, and the only way to earn, and I use it for earn, yeah. respectability in a, in a, in a, in a, coming out of a depression was to winning meant everything again. Hey, you were one. You won the honor and you won. Well, for me, I came out of the recession and I won. Even by coming out yeah, of it, like it was a win. Do you know, yeah. And and here's the thing. So so, but what, sport. But, I, I, this is this important. But how do you jump from the sport to helping? Yeah, like yeah, so, so, like okay. you, you help people that are really in trouble, man. I picked up the phone one day uh, to Dr. Liam Hennessy, and I said to Dr. Liam Hennessy, uh, "We're all got to go into." So as part of my degree, I was meant to expect to go into Cork or Kerry or uh, Munster or whoever at that high high. Um, sporty environment, semi-professional, professional, whatever you want to call it, right? I asked, I said, Liam, I'd love to go working in a school. And Liam said, that's a fantastic idea. I want... Yeah. I'm not interested in in the elite side of the house. I want to see if I was put into an environment, what participation input would we have? And based on my contact time there, what could we achieve? And he said, 
there's a school in the country that might want to do that. So I picked up the phone. I had an in, I met Dennis Courtney, who was the principal of, of, of St. John's in Kilmare, and our relationship grew. I ended up spending three and a half wonderful years inside her. Yeah. I, and I'm talking about wonderful <clears> because <throat> you had 419 students in the school of different ability, with different needs and a different purpose. Each one had a different purpose. But the idea that you could you could apply your knowledge to create an environment where they improve themselves. So it wasn't about But that's that, moving on from the, the sports yeah. part of it. I'm really interested, like, in I, okay. how you, you I, I, like, you, you mentioned the other day you were helping some guy yeah, that so, was so, like. Some young Joey, so young Joey walks in from the school, walks in. Like, from you the don't, car. You, you, very important, you, you don't just do sports no, things. You yeah. do. So young, Sorry, Joey walks, young Joey walks in from the car that morning, head down, and you say, Lassie died last night. I go, oh my God, Granda's dog. And yeah. Granda died last month. I'm going, Jesus, God. So you're feeling it, like. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And this is a young boy affected by Granda's loss, but then the mourning for Lassie, who was Granda's favourite dog. And when Granda died, Lassie kicked the bucket. And Jay's dog was, which was sadder, Granda or Lassie, because there was no longer a connect. And then you made sure, and I made it my purpose, that that boy, over the next few days, you'd ask, how are you today, thing? And then Shep arrived. Mom and dad bought a new pup. What's the pup's name? Shep. F- two weeks later, oh, sh- how, how are things going with Shep? I love him. He's the best dog we ever had. And Granda would be delighted we got a dog. And that was the healing process. And I realised, jeez, you know. You're starting to see what people call a bigger picture, like. Yeah. yeah. And we're looking. At, I'm, 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 I'm probing. I'm asking the questions. So and- what you see is you're helping people win... In in being authentic and being themselves, so yeah. win at life, spoken, just at yeah. life. Yeah. Like, do you absolutely. know what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. So, so I stripped the idea of to become a better athlete, you had to become a better person. To be honest with yourself. Now, John, the obvious question you haven't asked me because I've asked you not to ask. What's what do I do now? Look, you you know I'm the chairperson of the Kerry School Boys Girls League. Yeah. Um, I was the secretary for three years before that and two years before that I was the child welfare officer. My role as child welfare officer allowed me engage with all the clubs and all the clubs. There's good people in all the clubs that, that I represent now at this stage. Sure there is, yeah. yeah and yeah. they've realised, some of them were already there, more of them realised that we're not about, we all, we all love to win. We all, remember this, we all love to but we also need participation and within the participation, especially with a pandemic, um, we were actually exponentially after exploding with participation numbers because indoor sports are closed down, so they're coming to find an outlet and, mm. and soccer. So we're training, we're 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 creating an environment where 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 a young person can come and for that half an hour, an hour, can forget about their own issues and and play in an environment that's safe. I'm aware of the time constraints here. Yeah, it's fine. If we need to have a conversation at some other time about that whole situation. I, I think so. I, yeah, I definitely... But, but, but the purpose <clears> of you asking me to come in today was talking about the idea... Of, I think come, again, come back again and we talk oh, about yeah, another... We'll talk, talk about... But can I just yeah, ask me, finish yeah. on the... Um, 
the point about there's just two two things. You help people that are really in difficulty, and I just want to know what would your your take on that be in and uh in in a way and what what would you say to people just after talking about what you're talking about, what would the takeaways be for anybody? Just and, for today. You know, just yeah, for today. Yeah. There's nobody I believe nobody should be left at the side of the road. The difference between a kick in the arse and a pat in the back is only six inches. It costs nothing to say, how are you? I have seen firsthand what and how a positive moment in a person's life can change. And I look, I'll say to any person who's listening out there today, the one and a half million active listeners that you have, John, and the 240 million listeners worldwide that are <laughs> listening to every word I say now. Yeah. Um, the important thing is be prepared to make the sacrifice of saying, how are you? Yeah. Words. It's not, How are you really, doing? But that's not a sacrifice. But a lot of people are afraid of the guy who's fallen in the street. How mm. are you? Uh, the the girl who's crying walking up in front of you. They're afraid to allow themselves be put out and say, How are you? We maybe that person had fallen, maybe that person might have lost their purse. Maybe they're per- that person. You don't know what's you going on know. with people. You know, you know, yeah. you don't. And, and even and, how are you? Have a cup of tea. The cup of tea is a great thing, man. Even you know? before all that, yeah. if a person is down, we're not talking about changing the tire in the car because that's all human nature. Logic, but mm. but in a shot, why is that child crying? Um, the metal kind of spirit. Let's go back to community. Yeah, I'm. I can't find mom. Okay. You tell the person who they are, I'm bringing you up to the counter where the lady or the man will announce over the speakers yeah, yeah. Where, where to, and tell mum where you can be found. That's part of it too, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. But please, I say to people, take an active role. Don't think that the next person behind you will deal with it. Leave it to the next man. Yeah. We have a bit of that in our nation, like, do you know? Yeah, we do. And we don't. It's, it's because the fear of you within prevents you from taking an act. So, yeah, role. there's there's good in people, isn't yeah, there? Like there's, It's there's just a, f- for people to overcome that. I've that, yet that, to come across yeah. somebody who I've dismissed and said, forget about it because it's not worth it. No, everybody has a place like. Everybody. A potential, and you mentioned it, you believe in people's potential because you've and, already and, and, mentioned that. Like, yeah. Potential, give them a bit of time, they can change their life, they the, can turn it around. The toughest thing for me and society in the metal system, community system, was the chance that we never had a, had the ability to say goodbye to our neighbours. I've went to six or seven funerals where the idea of shaking hands or hugging or talking to them about how they that person who's just passed away has affected your life in a positive manner. And I've not had the ability on that moment to express my uh, gratitude for that for for that per- knowing that person. And that is a very profound Irish thing. When Dad died, it took us three days to sing him into heaven. Right? He was seventy-four, a bit young, you'd say, but like he he ended up with craning cancer. But you're reminding me of that that. Do you remember the time the man was dancing on the counter in Kilargan to the that song? His good friend died. Or was yeah. it some pub in Kilargan? Yeah, yeah. What's the name? I, I, but, um, I, I, it's moments like that. Yeah, again, again, like a real same, massive so, send-off. So like, you know. him, uh, moved to Kenmare 16 years before he died, worked in Kenmare, ha- um, had still great contact with West Cork. He got lonely when all of us moved to Kenmare. So in 1987, there was five in the house. By 1991, there was nobody in the house. Uh, where's everybody gone? Oh, they've all gone off living their lives. Then he moved to Kenmare uh, 
built my sister Rosemary's house, then my house, then James, and then Mr. Hire in, in the Sheen Falls asked him what he builds a few stone walls and then house, the, he built Quills, the front of Quills shop in, in, in Kenmare in 1992. And then he became part of the community of Kenmare. There's a great photograph inside the Lansdowne Arms Hotel of himself and his two mates, uh, Square Riney and Holly, the postman, right? <laughs> they became an institution on that table. It was only to be sat on by my father, Holly, and... The committee. Yeah, the committee. And here's a guy who was accepted into, who spent from 1954 to 1973 in England, uh, came back to West Cork, was part of West Cork community, but seemingly fitted into a South Kerry environment in Kenmare. And when he passed away, we celebrated his life in Kenmare, back into Ken- Bantry and out to Doris and then buried in Cora. It took us three days to sing him into heaven. That's brilliant, man. And I always feel that that was part of my um, healing and accepting that dad was had moved on. And I see a lot of... Do you think you'd want a legacy like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but here's the thing. It's something to live to, like. It is, but <clears throat> the, the important thing as well is I feel for families whose mom or dad or granddad or granddad or, or son or daughter have passed away. And they, if they wanted to hear that one thing, they, it, it's not available to them now because social distancing. Um, yeah. I remember I remember just uh, just in a funny story, and another, uh, it's a funny story, not ha-ha funny, but a peculiar story. My father had an, an inherent idea that Guys who fell down in life should go working for him. So if you were the young flage nineteen who you didn't make college and your mom this is kind of ringing true. I remember I was wondering: is there yeah. something in your life that connected yeah, the so dots? Ma, dad, this is connecting the dots to yeah, where, so what dad, you're doing. Dad would say, "Oh look, your man fell out of college. Jeez, come work with me for a couple." But that's of years. what you're doing. You're yeah, the yeah. twenty ones and twenty three yeah. guys. Yeah. And, and then, like, two years later, that guy went back to college because working for my father was such a tough life, but so funny, tough. But also that environment, you're working as a labourer and mixing cement and all that. And he ended up getting first-class honours. And now he's, oh, he's a solicitor in South Africa or, or Australia. Yeah. And I remember when Dad died, uh, a person wrote to Rosemary, my sister, and talked about he was crying that night when he'd heard that Dad had died. But then when he heard that it took three days to celebrate his life, that he was unfortunately he wasn't part of that celebration, but he it was important for him to write the letter to say that my father's influence in him had profoundly changed his outlook. You know, that's what you're doing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it you're, is. you're you're following in the footsteps. I mean, that's a great, and that that's what you you probably what what you're saying to people is like be positive. You can change your life. Yeah, and at know? the same time, never be afraid. To and you're going to be okay, by the out, way. Yeah. Out, so, yeah. So so if fa- failure. Without failure, you can't move forward. So if you fail or perceive failing, that's not failing. It's just the no. learning outcome. Yeah, it's just learning. Yeah, and, and within yeah. that learning outcome, you've got to realise you can't, you've got to realise that you you cannot allow society judge you on something that isn't important. Mm-hmm. No. Conversations for other days might be. Yeah, we'll but, we'll yeah. get in. We'll probably yeah. yeah we'll we'll yeah. yeah we'll talk about another. It's been brilliant uh, talking, to you. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Really Look, insightful. We, uh, we speak 12, 14, 16 times a year. Um, I know. John, in, yeah. In a different capacity. How are you this morning? How's it going? And are you're you, in and out, and you're flying. Like yeah, and I could be back to you in five minutes. I'll yeah. Be back to you. Because like, you're busy. This, like this is the longest I've ever sat down and talked to you. I was wondering. Yeah. I got, he's supposed to be only here for 20 minutes or 25 and minutes. You, and you were wondering, John, like, will he actually 
Is he going to turn up? Yeah. I got the phone call. I'm between Minish and Glenflesk. I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he said, I appreciate um, that you afforded me the opportunity to tell More than welcome, a story yeah. that... Great stuff. That, that it's a story with a life experience. Um, look, I'm saying to yeah. everybody out there, just say hello. Ask people, are they okay? And engage positively with people. It's, it's a lot easier to say to stay positive than it is to to act negative and try any person who has an issue they can always pick up the phone and talk to somebody and if you can't then pick up the phone and talk to us you John look everybody has your phone number they all know where you are and everybody knows me they know know who I am what I do and my telephone numbers and loads of different platforms okay yeah it's like yeah yeah, and thanks for For helping people out and for being there for people, it's great. It's, and you're an inspiration. I mean, and for people out there that are struggling, there there is ways of getting help, and Absolutely. there just talk and and you know. I always say, look, on the darkest hour, just before you comes the dawn. Yeah. And and no, hang in there. Yeah, hang, hang in there. Yeah, yeah. Ask for help. Be there for someone else. Absolutely. At that note, Aidan, thanks very much. Okay. And uh, if if I don't talk to you pre-Christmas, look, have a good Christmas, have a good festive season, and I hope business is busy for you for the next four Thank weeks. Thank you. I know we're locked down, but locked down. what it is. We'll get through it. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Cheers. Enjoy Christmas. Cheers. Nice one. Well, folks, that's it, unfortunately. We've reached the end of our show. Thanks for joining us and listening. And if you want to hear more from us, please subscribe to our podcast. And details on how to do that are on our Facebook page, Banter at the Counter and soon on www.banteratthecounter.com. Also hit us up on Twitter and Instagram if you want to keep in touch. So until next time, mind yourselves, please stay safe and be positive.